0: Welcome to Talking Sports and Fitness with Zeke. I'm Zeke, also Mike Zielinski. Back with us again is Mike Moyer. uh, Because Mike is just so good and so knowledgeable about so many things, primarily soccer, uh, as a coach, uh, club owner of FC Revolution. On many levels, he has been involved for decades. But today's program is about youth sports in general, the good and the bad. Uh, By the way, uh, please like us on Facebook. You can subscribe to the People Chronicles uh, YouTube channel. And you can also follow me on Facebook. Uh, I post my blogs there all the time. Uh, it's not just about sports and fitness, by the way. But Mike, there are a lot of great things about youth sports. You know, They're pretty obvious, I think, the attributes, uh, teamwork, teaching leadership, uh, fitness, fun, competitiveness uh... and i think the competitiveness is important uh... i know in some sectors they don't want to keep score anymore which i kind of think is silly right but maybe i'm old school uh... but you know the redeeming qualities are, are pretty speak for themselves uh... but there are some negatives about youth sports and you've seen it in uh, as a coach you've seen it as a parent i've seen it as a longtime sports writer uh, and as a parent the. Worst thing about youth sports f- through high school, many times, is parental involvement. And it's always struck me that people who are good people, they lose perspective when it comes to their kids playing sports. I don't know whether they're living vicariously through them, but I know you're passionate about this, so pick up the narrative. What's the story about yeah, that? Yeah, I don't, I think the, people aren't immune. I mean, it, it happens all walks of life, whether
1: the person's a doctor or a steel worker or works at Decca batteries or a teacher once some parents get into the setting of being in the stands and watching their kids play and be competitive in a competitive environment they just lose it um and i'm shocked by some of the things we see now as far as youth sports though mike there's so many more, uh, more better things than there are negative but, oh there's no question yeah but the negatives shine the negatives yeah. are the things that stand out and and uh it really put the damper on actual game day even some practices parents go and, and shout things out which is ludicrous to me but uh, um, again youth sports is great but if we can just eliminate or just decrease some of this parental stuff uh, it's just unbelievable. I, I often say we should try to get uh, a hidden camera on people so we can actually film them and then put the audio so they can actually see themselves and hear what they say they would be
0: embarrassed. Beyond they'd life. be shocked you know because I've seen it. I knew people who were nice people. I knew them personally. And they were real jerks sometimes during the game. And you know, it's not just the abuse they, they they scream at uh, opposing uh, or their own coach, the officials, of course. But sometimes kid players on the other team. And their own team. That's, yeah. the, that's the worst. When a, really? When a parent
1: uh, on the same team will yell at... One of their sons or daughters' teammates, um, and they're always so loud. So it becomes uh, increasingly embarrassing to the athlete, him himself or herself, and they get embarrassed and don't want their parents even at the games anymore. So, uh, but again, they're far and few between. But it's just too many cases of it.
0: And they're clocking minutes played or innings they appear. Yeah, yeah. The, the, stopwatch, starts? the yeah. stopwatch stuff is
1: is tough uh, for uh, for uh, coaches, and they get emails and letters and all things. So. Uh, There's a lot of bad things, but overall, youth sports is terrific,
0: like we said. But we have to find a way to eliminate this problem. I I sometimes wonder, because back, you know, I'm even older than you are. uh, But but back in the day, uh, when I played Little League Baseball, uh, we played during the morning or in the afternoon. There weren't a lot of parents at our games. Now, football is a little different. We played on Saturdays and Sundays, youth football. There weren't parents there. But I remember that, and I think sometimes maybe that would be better... Because the parents would be theoretically working and they wouldn't be there. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, we don't mind parents being there. We, we want parents to support their
1: kids and kids like when their parents are there as long as they keep their mouths closed. And just some of the things that come out of the mouths are just shocking. Um, but this, it's fine to cheer. It's fine to clap after goals. And, but when they start screaming at referees or screaming at other coaches or other players, uh, that's when the problem exists.
0: Now you have, uh, and I printed it out, but you have a series of behavioral guidelines for parents on the FC Revolution website. You want to—it uh, talks about sideline behavior, uh, dealing with referees, the playing time issue. I just want to highlight some of the things you know that coaches are conscious of player development, but they also want to get most kids an opportunity to play, too.
1: Yeah, a week or two ago on the show, we talked about the shortage of referees, Um, and what's happening is a lot of 14-, 15-year-olds are taking the classes, which they run right here through the Reading Brooks Junior Soccer League. Mark Yochum's involved. He's the president of RBJSL. They do a great job of educating the kids, learning how to be a referee, and then this 14-year-old goes out and does his first U-9 game or U-8 game and gets crushed by some mom or dad who didn't like a call. That kid doesn't want to ref anymore. So it's a problem. So we just... Uh, list those guidelines to try and help our parents. Again, human nature, sometimes
0: people just blurt things out, um, but we try to curtail it a bit. You know, I saw the stark difference when uh, I was sports editor. I, my phone used to ring all the time with parents claiming that we cost their kid a scholarship because we didn't profile them and we profiled someone else, or we had they were off one goal in the scoring column. Yeah. Uh, when I was Metro editor, supposedly dealing with much more important issues, I hardly ever got any complaints, you know. It just shows you. people are. Pa- part of it, I guess, is the great thing about sports is the passion. I guess the passion, though, when it's distorted, becomes obviously a, a toxic thing at times.
1: Yeah, everything's got to be kept in, pers- in perspective. And we forget the one word which you mentioned earlier is fun. If it's not fun as a coach, I don't want to be there. And if it's not fun, certainly those kids
0: don't want to be there. Right. So. All you sports, no matter what they are, need to be fun for the kids. And, you know, and th- the thing is, so we're not negative, you know, because I think we're being objective. That's the great thing about sports is they're fun, mm-hmm. you know, and you learn. I mean, how much fun is it learning algebra? But it's fun learning f- skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, algebra is not too much
1: fun. Um, that was years ago. Um, but my kids want help, I can't help them. Um, but, no, it, it's got to be fun, Mike. And that's the, a lot of reason why kids quit sports in general. Practices aren't
0: fun. It's grueling, and they get yelled at, and if it's not fun, they're not going to want to be there, I wouldn't either. You know, as I've mentioned in one of the previous shows, you coached my kids. You always made it fun, and you were a tough coach, but it was fun, you know, and, and I think God, you want to make players better. They become better when they're not always getting screamed at. Well, every, every kid's different, but today's right. kids, for the most part, you can't do that as much.
1: But kids want discipline. They want structure. So coaches don't have to be their friend. They don't
0: have to be uh, just
1: give in to anything the players want. But they have, and they have to have discipline and structure. Uh, but it's got to be still fun with everything they yeah, do.
0: Yeah, I often wonder, and for people who may remember these names, but uh, on the high school level, uh, if uh, Pete Carill, Jim Gano, John Silen, people like that, uh, they were all great basketball coaches. But man, they were tough, and they talked tough to kids they yeah. won 't have jobs today yeah, <laughs> some of them won't have jobs today no, and they're... they were great coaches right, but you know what you kind of you knew the parameters and the perspective, but uh, but the world evolves. Uh, I just hope with youth sports uh, people realize the value because there was so much crossover value. Uh, I know my sons who played a lot of sports uh My oldest son, Jeff, who played for you, he tore both his ACLs, Mm -hmm. one in high school, one in college. And he stopped playing. And he's now a very successful attorney. And what he said to me was at one time, what I learned from sports was that adrenaline rush, that work ethic. And, and that, you know, sports taught him that, you know, because he had a great worth ethic when he played. And, and I don't think people realize the long-term benefits of sports beyond the physical. Yeah, the actual kids that play and stick it out and play high
1: school and, and they graduate having played their sport, it's great. The kids that I feel badly about are the ones who quit their sophomore year, junior year. And then when they graduate and I see them years after, I wish I wouldn't have quit. Uh,
0: and, and those. Sports gives everything. uh, I used to to think that was crazy, you know, because one of my uh, kids' friends would say, Well, they quit to get a part time job. You've got the rest of your life to work, you only have a year or two window to play sports at, in the high school level. Totally agree. And, uh, again, they regret it, and I just try to talk kids out of it when they're
1: thinking about not quitting. Or even good, talented players who maybe didn't get a Division one scholarship but could go and play soccer at Division two II or three. Mm-hmm. they should still play. I mean, there's nothing like being on a bus with a team in a team room fighting for the same thing um you can't get that yeah you can't get that at high school uh, or college i don't
0: know if you get that almost anywhere else other than maybe in a battle which hopefully you you know you don't want your kids to wind up in but uh, there's a magic about sports and uh there's so many wonderful things hopefully any parents out there hearing this uh who have kids playing will just use that word perspective and just keep it you know they're not all going to be in the World Cup. They're not all going to be in the NFL and NBA. Most aren't. No, right. they're not. Right. You know, and, um, and help their self-esteem. If you're screaming at your kid, what's that do for his self-esteem? Because yeah. you know, in the, the total picture, that doesn't make him a bad person if he, if he committed an error or struck right. out. You right. know? As long as it's fun and they keep it light and keep everything in perspective, sports are great. And be encouraging. Yeah. All right, Mike, thank you for that input. Uh, this has been Talking Sports and fitness with Zeke on the People Chronicles. Thank you.